0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is Tom here, Tennis of Melbourne Convo and City of Love. Georgiana, you want to say hello to our 50 million friends?
1: Wow, so many followers. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for having me, Tom.
0: Okay, so um, it's 10 o'clock in the morning on a beautiful day on a Wednesday. Um, Are you planning to have a hit or get on the court uh, for some tennis?
1: Of course, I mean, it's such a lovely day today and given everything we've gone through this year with the pandemic, any chance and any opportunity I can get um, to go on the court, I'm Mm -hmm. I'm sure to take
0: it. Um, How are you feeling right now with your tennis? Uh, Let's just say fitness-wise, out of 100%, where, where do you think you are at progressively?
1: Well, I feel at the moment I'm um, between 70 to 80%. I, I trained quite consistently throughout the start of the, um, lockdown. Well, I've actually done three lockdowns this year because mm-hmm. I was overseas when the pandemic hit and, uh, I mean, like most people, I think we didn't take it so seriously because we thought it was isolated to one part of the world. But then it quickly spread. So I was stuck in France for a lockdown. And then um, I I initially had a flight to get home, but that cancelled. And then... Well, wow. I, I got another flight a month later, and then I, of course, I came home and had to do the whole hotel quarantine. But Melbourne was still open at that time. The day that I got out of the hotel quarantine, um, my suburb went into lockdown, and then of course we know the whole state. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I've done lockdown there, and then obviously the hotel, and then. The- over in the state, so it's been a, a long yeah um but I was still training quite consistently yeah. when i did um to the lockdown here um, in Melbourne um, but of course after so long not being able to get out and being confined to your home I I took a few weeks off and I just enjoyed time with my family so I didn't do much and then uh, just a few weeks ago I, I was able to get a permit to mm-hmm. start training um, at the gym which was really exciting so I started doing that again and um, building back up. I, I didn't lose strength so, so much um, but it was more of the cardio I think everyone's aware of so the strength mm-hmm. usually the muscle memory remains but getting that cardio back up is a bit tough
0: uh, um, how about things like some of the cobwebs in terms of your technique and the flow and that sort of relax relax relaxiness <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you get on the court
1: um well to me i i was actually quite surprised because um the first day i did come back in here of course we were a little rusty, like. Everyone is. But by the second and third hit, I felt normal. I'm sure that if I was to play some points or a practice match, it'd be a bit different because um, obviously training and playing points is obviously... Big difference in terms of how you feel the ball and how you're thinking, etc. Um, but it didn't actually take me so long to get back. Uh, I'm struggling a bit with serve because uh, I have some imbalances. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hitting-wise, off the ground, I, I feel fluid, I feel controlled, so I'm quite happy with that. But I think it depends really on the player. Some Mm. people struggle without hitting for a long time, some people always have it there, and just after a few hits, they're back to normal. So Mm. (laughs) I guess I'm the type of player that, even if I don't hit for a while, uh, I still feel that um, my rhythm is there. But I think sometimes when we get nervous, it's really more mental than anything.
0: Do you dedicate this i guess this advantage that you you still got the touch or or the or the momentum or the flow do you dedicate that in your junior days where you put a lot of, a lot of hard work into it so your muscle memory your body movement can still make it to the right place at the right time
1: i think um yeah like with anything the more quality practice you have behind you builds mm. up over the years and um you know like I don't want to compare it to riding a bicycle, but the most basic example is you can ride a bike throughout your childhood and then not ride it for years and mm-hmm. you still have it when you start again. Um, but I think obviously all the years now that I'm 25, all the years that I've played since I was eight um, mm-hmm. have built up and my technique is there. My movement is there. obviously you need to practice to keep improving it. Otherwise, you remain stagnant. But I think that that is quite an advantage, but it's also, um, of course, like I said, mechanical and kinetic, like, um, each person is different and mental as well, because uh, you can be playing great and everybody can be saying that, but if you, mentally don't think you are, then I think that makes all the difference. So I've become become more relaxed since this pandemic. I I was a bit stressed at the start. I was thinking, wow, I've lost so much of the year. I haven't played tournaments. But um, the last few weeks, I've just come to terms with the fact that I probably won't be playing any tournaments until next year. So I'm just Mm. enjoying this period, obviously to spend time at home, but to work on other things that I might have neglected if the year had played out normally.
0: For those who don't know that, uh, Georgiana, uh, she doesn't age. <laughs> the first time I saw her.
1: <laughs>
0: <You're kind. laughs> no, no, no joke, no joke. All right. So the, here's, here's the truth. I think our first time I met you probably, ooh, probably when you're 18, 19 around that time. And then I saw you, I think it was last year once or twice. And I was like, do you even like... Not, not? I'm not saying you have to age, but you look exactly the same. I could not tell. Maybe the hair changed the length a little bit or, you know, but you still got the... You just don't age. Um, tell all the ladies out there, uh, what's the secret? <laughs>
1: um, you know, actually, what I discovered recently is that skincare is a thing. So, I had in years of people telling me, yeah, you need to put sunscreen, you need to look after your skin. And because I, I have a kind of an olive skin tan because my parents are um, from Europe, I, I never really paid attention to it. And I said, oh, whatever, I don't need to put sunscreen. Like, so, it's such a silly idea Who put sunscreen on, right? And then... um because I, I was eating a little bit unhealthy, which I probably shouldn't have during the pandemic, but haven't we all, uh, I started to have a little bit of breakouts, you know, from the sugar. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, okay, uh, I'm going to try and experiment something and I'm going to try and have a skincare routine. Mm-hmm. So I, I started, you know, looking, really looking after my skin and using just basic products that you can even find at Woolworths because um, I'm such a bargain finder. I found these products, half price were worth, And they were good quality products, you know, like the rose tip oil and stuff like that. So then I started cleansing my face and really looking after my skin and putting sunscreen every day and my moisturizer and night cream. And surprisingly, it's really made a, a huge difference. I mean, I don't look any different obviously i still have my features but i just feel that my face is a bit soft up and i hope that i'm gonna age naturally (laughs) because i'm not one to you know get any procedures done i hope never to get them Mm -hmm. so i think skincare is Mm -hmm. uh, a big one and it it shouldn't take you long anyway i'm sorry i'm completely going off topic no 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 love it keep going keep
0: going i love (laughs) it
1: But yes, it is a thing that I've discovered, and you don't need to go and buy all these expensive products. If you just have something that works and is affordable for your skin, I completely recommend that. And obviously, having a healthy lifestyle, I feel that even if I was to stop playing tennis, I I would still love to keep active, because I feel that when I'm stagnant for a few days and I don't... um, Obviously, go for a walk in nature, or you know, do some yoga or something. I I quite get down on myself. Mm. Um, I I don't know if it's just because I've been around sport my whole life, but I feel really lethargic and heavy. And it's not about doing anything, you know, going for a huge ten-kilometer run. But even on days off, I love going to my local park and being around nature. I think that keeps you young mentally and. Physically. Me
0: too. do yeah. you do you um okay uh this is can be okay again this is out of my comfort zone, so I'm not entirely sure do you <laughs> put uh okay again i'm I may come out this wrong way, but some girls that I know that they put uh, a bit of makeup on and then mm-hmm. they put sunscreen on because they play under heat mm-hmm. is, there, is that a recommendation or is there some sort of a special lotion that it's Good for the skin, moisturizers, as well as giving the sun protection?
1: Um, well, I feel I've never personally used any makeup products when I, I've been training because I know that it cogs pores and stuff like that. That's what I've heard at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like putting a little bit of mascara on and some lip balm now and then I, I didn't put it for anyone else, I just put it for myself because I I kind of feel confident in myself when I do it, I don't think it's a recommendation that everyone should do it but it's yeah. up to personal preference mm-hmm. I do um, know however I did some research on this and you should always put sunscreen underneath your makeup because if you put it on top of your makeup it doesn't actually do anything for your skin because it's over already some coverage or whatever that may be, foundation, BB cream. I know some girls do use BB cream. I've never personally tried it, but you can find BB cream with some sunscreen in it or you know SPF something. Um, but yeah, I, if there's one tip, it's always after you cleanse your face and if you cannot, always put sunscreen first and then do the rest of your kind of routine, whatever that may be. <laughs>
0: Now, <laughs> I feel
1: like this is a, a tennis slash beauty call. Oh look,
0: really, you know, we can cool. go off tangent, like <laughs> look it doesn't have to be about tennis. It doesn't have, look 2020 doesn't need another another podcast about how to hit a forehand. I don't care about Yeah, Yes, it. exactly. you know, it's it's, 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 it's uh, there's a bigger than that. I we can later go down to, you know, girls in tennis. All right. We we'll, we'll, actually we'll do it now. We'll do it now. Why do you think Why do you think in your opinion? That many girls say goodbye to tennis after the age of
1: 16, 17? Um, I mean, there could be many reasons. Mm-hmm. I think fin- financially, obviously, is the first. Maybe um, the parents can't afford it anymore because it really is a very expensive sport. Mm-hmm. Um, I think tennis is quite a lonely sport, and you also, there are other sports, for example, netball and I mean, AFL in Australia, mm-hmm. where girls are more connected because it's a team sport. It brings girls together. I find tennis can be very lonely mm-hmm. um, if you don't have a support team around you. And it's very difficult to have friends. I mean, it's such a cliche way of saying it because, you know, tennis is an individual sport. But I I find that um, the culture... I don't know about the men's side, but in the women's side, it's very competitive and um, kind of, I don't know, if you have your clique, it's fine, but if you don't, it can be quite lonely. I don't know how to express that, better, but I find that even on the tour, like if you, you're not traveling with a friend or someone you know, it's very difficult difficult, it's difficult to find someone to train with, you really have to put yourself out there um, you, you can get, you know put in a room at an ITF with a foreign player, I wish you might get along, you might not get along but at the end of the day everyone's, you know for themselves, essentially. Mm. I'm trying to think of other reasons why girls stop playing. Oh, I mean, you know, it's that age when you, you get into boys and makeup and tennis <laughs> doesn't seem that, you know, fascinating anymore. Okay. <laughs> so, oh. I, just, I mean, there's plenty of reasons.
0: Right. Um, okay. Well, yeah. well, let me reverse this this question. Uh, during the lockdown, whether you're in hotel, quarantine or whatever, what, what do you miss tennis the most? What do you miss most about tennis?
1: Um, yeah, I really missed competing. Mm. I really missed being on the court and feeling that pressure and that um, kind of adrenaline, so to speak. And you you miss that a lot, not even when you're in quarantine or lockdown, but I think when you stop playing as well, as well because, you know, you go into a job and, not all jobs, you know, are challenging as tennises. So I think yeah, I just really miss the competitive side of things. I, I did miss I, I thought about this a lot actually when I started hitting again. What I did miss about tennis. I, I missed feeling the ball. I missed hitting the ball side to side, controlling it, just that feeling of the fluidity and the shot. I missed that a lot. Mm. Um I
0: I had a I had a a player um, said he missed yelling at the fence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, each to their own. <laughs> <laughs>
0: because, you know... Maybe... It's, yeah. Sorry for,
1: for interrupting. I was going to say, maybe he doesn't get that same stimulation at home. Maybe he just needs to be able to yell. But my family... Being Eastern European, we already have enough yelling at home. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I missed any more yelling <laughs> because I get that every single day.
0: <laughs> but ye- yelling at, yelling about tennis, and yelling about who's doing the dishes—I think it's different.
1: No, no. But in our—I I don't want to generalize—but in our Romanian family, like it's not about. Yelling who makes the dishes, we just naturally speak with a really loud tone that even our neighbours think sometimes we're arguing, Mm -hmm. but we're not. (laughs) It's (laughs) just the way we communicate. (laughs) I think my viewers who come from families like that or... Mm -hmm. Maybe ethnic families, but I, I'm from one of them. But they'll, they'll completely understand. It's very chaotic. But you missed that at the same time. That's yeah. what I found, that when I was home, I couldn't wait to get away. But then when I was away, I missed that. How <laughs> ironical.
0: You know, i I got, I got to um, go off tangent just a little bit. Um, look, Georgiana okay. I, I want to thank you for pointing out that, first of all, you're obviously from a, a different background. And you mm-hmm. have a different, I guess, a way to to communicate. Now, if for the listeners, just just hold that thought a little bit. Is that the beauty about tennis? It's it's a global sport, you know. And plus, Melbourne mm-hmm. has the most, one of the most diverse city in the. I wouldn't say in the world, but like one of the most diverse cities, you know. And mm-hmm. everywhere you go, when you go to a tournament, you look at the surnames. You got. From all over the world, Europeans, Asia, Asia, you know, just all over the world. Um, It's almost like going to an airport, you know, but we we all aiming the same thing is to, obviously, Mm -hmm. apart from winning, you want to put the ball over the net in between the lines. So, and and that's the beauty about tennis, because as soon as you walk to a tennis tournament, especially a, say, a big one, like AMT Platinum or or better or Challenger, you literally see a whole diverse. Um, Mm -hmm. Nothing against netball or football or anything else. But it's a very local and very team sport. You know, you only get to see that part. Now, many people say that the beauty about tennis is, apart from it's diverse, you get to see and embrace different cultures. So I think, in my opinion, that humanity-wise and also global vision-wise, I think tennis, in many ways, gets the better edge when it comes to seeing things Wider, if that makes sense, in a broader. No, way. that
1: makes complete sense. I I really agree with that statement. Mm, yeah.
0: Okay. Now, if I can, I'm going to give you a little curveball. Is that okay, Georgiana? I don't know
1: what you're referring
0: to, oh, but yeah. Yes. As long as you say it. <laughs> yes. this okay. morning. Now, um, I'm I'm assuming I'm assuming you speak fluent Romanian at home. Yeah.
1: Okay. Thank you.
0: Now, I would like you to briefly. In about 30, uh, for, for, for about 30 seconds, um, talk about, uh, your, say, introduce yourself and talk about why you love tennis and what would you like to do tennis in the future. So for about 30 seconds, not in English, in but in, but in <laughs> Romanian. Yes, in okay. Romanian. Okay, take a deep. Putting
1: breath. me on the pump here.
0: Yes, yes, cool. It's very windy. You know, look, tennis is all about adjustments as well. So there you go. <laughs> all right, Georgiana, Georgiana, take it away.
1: Okay, my name is Georgiana. Am um, născut în Moldova cu familia de Români. Am început tenis la opt ani și am început nu prea mi-a plăcut acest sport. Proiem și să fiu cu prietenile mele, să iasim afară și cum când ești copil, dar uh, am fost talentată la acest sport și am continuat. Uh, ma a dat multe oportunități acest sport uh, tenis, am putut să călătoresc, să văd toată lumea și de când era mică mi-am m- 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 dorit acest lucru, am vizitat uh, în afară de Africa și Statele Unite și partea aia am vizitat... Uh, multe țări în Asia am vizitat Misia, Egipt, prin Europa și, um, pentru acest lucru sunt foarte, uh, foarte mult oportunitatea care am avut. Uh En Victor, uh, can I finish like ten seconds? Sure. <laughs> Sorry. Uh you got me going now. Um uh, yeah, uh vreau, spun, vreau in viitor, uh vreau să En Victor vrea mai multe turnee prin Europa, uh, naționale în Franța, echipe, uh I'll see if I have the to play Thank you. Wow. Oh, cool. <laughs>
0: okay. For the, for the uh, uh, Romanians out there, you feel free to translate this for me. Okay. So now, just just on Ro- Romanian uh, on Romanian side, obviously we know at least only I know at this stage is only Simona Halep from Romania. Mm-hmm. Um, how How is it impacting Romanian tennis you know uh, just in, 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 in general uh, is it still, is it slowly growing or is it sort of eh, you know not not really sure because you've been here the whole time?
1: Um, well, last year I had the opportunity to visit Romania. We actually have uh, a property there, so mm-hmm. it's easy when we go over there, we have somewhere to stay. Um, so I did, I did train, I think, in a total of about four or five weeks um, at different intervals. Yep. And um, I know that uh, Simona Halep is the national icon over there. Everybody loves her. And, I mean, why wouldn't you just come up from an underdeveloped EU country and become number one on the world and a grandstand champion. It's incredible for anyone to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I did see a lot of people at the clubs. I trained at a, a former national tennis club when I was over there. Uh, but I did also hear that not a lot of, I think on one side of the spectrum, a lot of parents are putting their children in tennis because they've seen the heights that Simona has reached. Uh, But on the other side, it's still more affordable to put your child into a spot. Uh, At least I think uh, if you had a son, most would look for soccer Mm. because it's such an inclusive spot. And I think that kind of everywhere in the world is much cheaper than tennis. Um, It's inclusive um yeah you know, um i think it's a more viable option but um yeah i think a lot a lot of um children are put into tennis more so in Europe than Australia um, oh. because there are a lot more tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easier to travel. And I think especially from countries that are quite underdeveloped, people parents probably see a way out if their child makes it. And I, I mean, I'm not judging whether that's right or not, but I think that's the mentality over there. I, I'm not going to, you know... Generalize and say that's mm-hmm. everyone's mentality, but um, I, I think that it's also kind of on the side there.
0: Yeah, that's I mean, at, like at the end of the day, if everyone's get out there, whether to play sport or any like any sport, including tennis, it, it's a good mm-hmm. thing because we, 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 we want people to get out now. Um, moving on to, um, uh, I think before, can okay, I the- add
1: something please? Sure. sure. Um, actually, now that regional Victoria is open, I'm really excited to venture out and explore. But the, there's a club in Bakers for all those that know about it, and they have grass courts and some synthetic mm-hmm. um, synthetic grass courts, I think. Yeah. Uh, and when I, I hit there a few years ago, a shout out to Marcia, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure I'd have a shout out, but I, I hit with her a few years ago. I think it would have been Prior to the Geelong tournament, that's usually out at the end of the month. And I, I was speaking to the president of the club, I think it was, because I needed to pay for the court. And he was saying that over 20 years ago, the club was full with families and people coming to have barbecues and hit on the weekend. Um, and over time, that number has dropped, and um, so they'd have they had to cut down on the um because there were too much maintenance and they they weren't um used enough, so to speak, so they had to put in some synthetic grass cords and back to your um what you were saying about if anyone like it's good if anyone gets out whatever spot it may be, but I think it's quite sad that um families used to always go in here and play tennis on the weekends, and I think that's been cut down over the years because people are busier, and obviously the introduction of iPhones and PlayStations Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But it's something that I would would really love to see in the future, people getting back out there and, you know, playing tennis on the weekends and going out and being active and being social at the same time. Um, And one last thing on that, I I went with my mom to Worryby Mansion, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of weeks ago and they had um, some tennis courts that were clay tennis courts but um, I think there was only one that was free and the rest had some uh, kind of uh, it was kind of a storage space for chairs and when they have events and I, I thought that if I had time I would really like to Get in touch with them and do a project, and maybe we could get some of our top players in Victoria there and really bring it back to life. Because when I see a tennis courts, any tennis court, but tennis courts that are in such a beautiful location, I feel that it's such a shame for them to go to waste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: that, that's beautiful. Because I just want to echo what you said about um, the tennis. You know, they said 20 years ago there's a lot of people. Now, I, I think some people go, oh, Tennis of Melbourne, yes, it's about appreciation it's not entirely just want people to go out there and play tennis when I, when i say tennis 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 consists of soccer skills basketball skills you know you know hand eye coordination I, I think i think tennis is a very has the whole com, uh, what's the word um a a, a a collection a collection of all the all the different skills you know for for an athlete so it, it's not about like and again i have about maybe 10 to 15 or more percent of convos they are ex-tennis players or so tennis players who no longer place tennis but they can able able to build some sort of a skill set or mindset to to their businesses or their work or even family or running a, a club things like that so please don't get don't 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 take it the wrong way but um tennis of moment is not about getting people to play more tennis yes it's great but getting out there active especially who are no longer playing any sports you know including the girls that we, we just talked about get out there you know you know find a new grip you know restring uh freshen, freshen up your strings and get out there who cares about if you hit four double faults like myself <laughs> but it's it, by showing up and get out there and have a shot no one's gonna laugh at you no one's gonna judge you because you got no ranking who cares about it so Go out there, like I said, you know, just get out there, sweat, you know, beautiful day, beautiful weather, you know, why not? So um, if I may, Georgiana, um, Tennis of Melbourne, as I said before, is about appreciation. You you gave Marsha a shout out, you gave Backus Marsh a shout out. Now, for all the people that you wanted to thank in your tennis journey, so here's your time, Georgiana, take it away.
1: Well, first I'd love to thank my mum. I'm not sure she'll ever hear this, but um, she's been... Yeah, you know, everyone says they have the best mum in the world, and um, to me, she is the best mum in the world. So, I'd love to thank her for the opportunity she's given me um, to be able to play tennis and travel and see the world. Um, and I'm forever grateful for that. There's so many people. Um, I feel that even if I stopped working with certain coaches over the years, uh, I'd like to thank all of them, um, whether it be where I started at mids or Peter McCall, who helps me enormously throughout my, um, from the age of 15 to the age of about 20, 21. Um, he really helped me grow as an athlete, as a person, as a tennis player. I'd love to thank Michael Legato, who I'm working with at the moment, um, uh, because he's helped me enormously over the last few years. I'd love to thank Mark, uh, my fitness coach, who's really he's really incredible i i never thought that i'd love doing fitness i love being active but he works you extremely hard gets you super fit and surprisingly you enjoy it at the same time um yeah there's so many people that i'd love to thank but i think oh and I'd love to thank, um I mean, they're not in Australia and they probably won't hear this, but I'd love to thank my team in France who have helped me enormously over the last year as well and given me so many opportunities. So, yes, yeah. <laughs> these so far. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, all right. There we go. So look, um Georgiana, I would personally love to have another convo with you. We'd love to have another second set about about other things, have you, you know. that
1: one? I shouldn't be
0: you completely. Oh no, I loved it. I loved it. You know, I I got to say, Georgiana, I the best convos are the ones who Um, the players or coach or anyone else in the family apart from myself they just love sharing their their values and stories you know i sit back i i I listen i take notes and also i would say you know i really enjoyed it honestly and 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 for yeah thank you for for future reference i would love to have another convo with you about whether more about the beauty or more or more about fitness or anything you want
1: something new
0: this morning. Oh, yeah. Look, I ha- I had a convo this morning, and um, the guy was actually from a country in Strathbogie. Shout out to Greg. Um, and I learned so much Hi, about... <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I learned about, you know, I learned about... Um, well, actually, you know what? If you if you hear it, you know, just go check it out. Um, Greg is a lovely guy, very funny. But again, um, many people take, take Tennis of Melbourne the, the way that, oh, you know, getting out there, you know, getting to, to the top, what's the next chapter, performance. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going the other way. Tennis of Melbourne is about recovery. Recovery from 2020, recovery from, you know, how you can sort of take a few steps back in order to take more steps forward so that is how white tennis of melbourne is about appreciation because the moment you start appreciate the more you're going to gain in the long run and i always believe this value since very young and i guess thanks to covid you know i now we're all sort of in a in a time where there's more time at home so that is why i started doing combos Every single day since March, and now 200 plus convos later, and I'm still going strong. And I told Duay in my 200th convo, I said, "I'm not even halfway there yet." So that's that's something for me to 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 the listeners out there. So yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, just before we go, uh, any last few words to all our listeners? And yeah.
1: Um. Enjoy the wonderful weather and stay
0: safe. <laughs> That's beautiful. All right, thanks, Georgiana, and uh, thanks again for having your convo. We'll, we'll definitely do a one more um, some, somewhere down the track. Okay, I'll be ready. <laughs> see, see you then, Georgiana. Bye.